1: it's not going to be too bad today. Really cloudy start. A little bit chilly out there, but don't let today deceive you because it is coming. Remember last week we thought the weather wasn't that bad and we didn't believe that the severe weather could come, and it did. Well, the cold weather is coming. A 30% chance for showers. Then around 1 a.m. overnight, the cold front comes through. Highs tomorrow only, 32. That's not the wind chill that's the high temperature. Lows tonight, 18 North Shore, 26 South Shore. So a hard freeze that's going to come in hard and fast. The cold weather, um, Christmas Eve, very cold. Highs of 34 after a hard freeze. Christmas morning, very cold. Highs of 38 after a hard freeze. And then really a hard freeze both shores, North and South Shore on Christmas night. So it's going to be a period of cold weather, and you got to take the necessary precautions to make sure that you don't have frozen pipes because you don't want to be in that position on Christmas Day. Dr. Fred Lopez joins us now, our friend, professor of medicine in the section of infectious diseases at LSU Health New Orleans. How are you, Dr. Fred? Good, Tommy. How about yourself? I'm okay. I got my uh, COVID booster. I got my shingles vaccine, and I got the, what is it, flu shot, I think. And, and I got to tell you, boy, that you know, again, I'm not advocating that people not get this, but that it can make your arm a little sore, can it?
2: Yes, it can. In particular, that uh, vaccine against uh, zoster or shingles that you mentioned, that's a very reactogenic va- vaccine that can cause discomfort to individuals beyond what they usually experience when they get other immunizations.
1: Tell me about the um, tridemic. Is it still going on? Well, first off, let's take a step back and talk about what the tridemic is.
2: So tridemic, triple as some people call it, It's really a confluence of viral infections consisting of COVID, flu, and RSV, or respiratory syncytial virus. Um, The three of them seem to have emerged this winter season during a typical respiratory viral season and have caused a lot of difficulty because of the number of cases we're seeing COVID, I mean, has been an issue for the last several years, but during that time, some of these other viruses, like the flu virus and like respiratory syncytial virus, weren't as much of an issue as they had been historically. But this winter, we're already seeing the confluence of these three, plus other viruses, like adenovirus. Para influenza virus, rhinovirus, and enteroviruses—all of these viruses are causing havoc this year in a way that they haven't in many years. So
1: I guess it comes back to the same old lessons: what with people getting together and and all of that stuff, especially if you have older parents or elderly grandparents. What would you tell people?
2: Well, you know, it's a different time, Tommy, but the same message. Uh, We know that these respiratory pathogens are transmitted by droplets, by and large. And if somebody is sick and you're near somebody who's sick and they cough and you inhale those respiratory droplets or you touch something that's contaminated with respiratory secretions and put it to your eye, mouth, or nose, that you can get infected. So we really are recommending this year, as we do every year, that if you're sick, don't go expose people to the viral infection that you have. Uh, Many people are very vulnerable to these viruses, and we don't want to put them at risk for more severe complications, including potentially hospitalization and death. And you kind of uh, already in many ways articulated what's really important is let's try to protect ourselves. We have vaccines that can protect us against the flu. In fact, we know this year it's a very good match, meaning the vaccine against the strains of flu that are predominating at this time. We have COVID bivalent boosters, which are much more effective than the original vaccine against the emerging Omicron and Omicron subvariant strains that are currently predominating in the United States. Um, So why not get your vaccine so that you can protect yourself and thereby protect others by not be having the potential to transmit infection to other people.
1: Let's talk about some time frames, and, and it, it, we can do that when we come back, doctor, about if you get a flu shot, how long is it before it protects you? And then when it relates to um, you transmitting it to other people, how long do you have to wait? And, and I know it's Christmas, and I know everybody wants to see everybody, but if you got an elderly grandparent or parent or maybe somebody that has some type of respiratory disorder and is particularly susceptible to any kind of viral infection or respiratory infection do them a favor and stay home and, and don't go visit them because the last thing in the world you want is for that honestly to be on your conscience that they got conscience that they got really sick after the first of the year maybe it was you that did it 720 time for traffic now wwl 7:25, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Dr. Fred Lopez about not getting your relatives sick during this holiday season with COVID or flu or what have you. Dr. Fred, somebody texted in. Uh, sounds like wearing a mask would be a good idea. And let me just say this right now. Um, it seems like during COVIDs, people found exceptions as the a reason to. Um, disprove the rule. And what what I'm trying to say is that, is a mask 100% effective? Absolutely not. But if it cuts down the risk, why not do it? Am I on to anything
2: there, Doc? I think you are, Tommy. And look, a lot of the reason we're having the issues that we're seeing this year with respect to this confluence of viral infections that are occurring nationwide is the fact that we have relaxed these mitigation measures against COVID-19 that have been so effective over the last two years. Masking is one of those. Distancing is another. Frequently washing your hands, um, decontaminating uh, surfaces that might be contaminated with respiratory secretions. We know all of these measures have worked. Now as we're relaxing them and as we're gathering with larger groups of people celebrating the holidays as we just recently did and are about to do and with cold weather forcing us inside as well we're going to increase the risk for transmission of all of these viruses if we don't invoke some of these mitigation measures that we know work and masks are certainly one of those uh, efforts that has been quite successful at preventing the transmission of respiratory viral infections
1: and it comes down to the same things that they told us when we were kids about a common cold right keep your hands out of your face uh, don't uh, wash your hands correct
2: Absolutely. Those measures, all very effective. Frequently washing the hands, decontaminating surfaces, distancing, masking, staying home and away from people if you're sick. All of these are um, measures that we should definitely pursue during this holiday season. We just saw a really impressive and significant rise in the increase of COVID cases post Thanksgiving holiday because, again, people are getting together in ways that they haven't in several years, relaxing some of those measures that they've been using over the last couple of years. And as a result, we see significant increases of COVID that occurs after uh, holiday seasons. And I anticipate we may see another increase in cases again after these upcoming December holidays.
1: A text comes in about incubation periods or how long you have to wait after you get a flu shot. Or if you do get a flu shot, can you still infect somebody? Talk about that, Dr. Fred, if you will, please.
2: Really good question. Um, For full immunity to develop after a flu shot, we typically um, say that it's about two weeks. Do you get some protection before those two weeks? Probably. But full immunity typically makes, typically means uh, two weeks after you've received your flu shot. Similarly, full immunity after a COVID vaccination series, which consists of two shots, um, is two weeks after the second shot to achieve full immunity. Again, do you have some protection before that time? Yes, but if we really are talking about being more certain that we've achieved the full immunity and benefit of these vaccinations, it's typically two weeks after we've received the shot.
1: Any final thoughts, Dr. Fred?
2: No, I I hope everybody enjoys their holiday season. I I hope um, that we do respect um, others in terms of those who are more vulnerable to the infections um, that can cause problems for them, like COVID, like flu, and other viruses that we've been hearing more and more about this season. Um, So just be careful. Practice these mitigation measures. They they are going to be helpful against all of the viruses. And I think these kinds of mitigation measures will definitely reduce the transmission of these viruses during the holiday season. And if you haven't been vaccinated, get vaccinated. One last comment, Tommy. Yes, sir. Even if you already had the flu. Remember, different strains cause the flu. Right now, the predominant strain is the H3N2 influenza strain. There is another strain out there as well that's not as predominant. It's the H1N1 strain. So if you've gotten infected with the H3N2 strain, you should still get vaccinated to protect yourself against the other strains that are included in the vaccine, including H1N1. So please get vaccinated if you haven't already against COVID and against the flu.
1: Thank you, Dr. Fred. Appreciate your time, as always, and all your help. Have a nice Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.
2: Same to you. Happy Holidays, Tommy. Thank you, sir. All right, we
1: can take a break. we come back, we'll talk to Jim Donlin, Louisiana Insurance Commissioner. I don't have to tell you that the insurance market is a MESS, a hot mess, as the kids say, um, in Louisiana. So we'll talk about that as we approach the end of 22 and what could change in 2023. It's a Rubik's Cube that has to be solved But there's a lot of pain and misery involved in that. 7.30 time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.